Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey, everybody, welcome to Freedom Nation podcast. And once again, we've got another of our awesome interviews with other entrepreneurs. Um, I am super excited today uh, to be talking to Michael Kwan. Uh, Michael is a, I'll call him a cousin from another mother or a brother from another mother, um, because he he really shares the concept called FIRE. Some of you may have uh, heard that before. So it's, uh, you know, basically retiring early, very much like Freedom Day. Um, and we're going to talk a lot about that. We're going to share some of his expertise. Um, also, we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about uh, his story, which is really cool. Uh, he he got his own Freedom Day down the road and you know has gone on to do other things that he really is passionate about. So, Michael, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks so much for having me, Jeff. Really appreciate it. Glad to have you on. Well, let's kick it off. Tell us your story, man. How'd you get to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Like a lot of people, I went to university. Mm -hmm. And while I was there, I had no clue what I wanted to do. And so finally, the, uh, you know, the powers that be came to me and said, hey, you're gonna have to declare a major. (laughs) You really have to figure out what you want to be when you grow up here, buddy. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Because I would have stayed undeclared indefinitely if I could. But they said, you got to declare major. So I'm like, all right, let me choose uh, economics because it has the fewest number of requirements in order to exit. And so that's what I did. I actually chose economics. And when I actually exited school, I was looking at all the different types of jobs that I could get. Mm -hmm. And nothing really stuck with me and, you know, really sounded too interesting. I didn't really want to go into analytics and be behind a desk. And what happened though was- And a career in economics is a little bit, uh, (laughs) It's funny and it's come full circle. We'll talk about that later. But at the time, you know, I'm a young kid. I don't really know what I want to do. And I'm like, I don't want to sit behind a desk. So what was interesting during that time was also during the dot-com boom. Okay. So a lot of money was being thrown at technology companies. And so I actually went to work for a technology company in San Diego. And the reason why I got that job was because I was a computer gamer. So I knew how to take apart computers and put them back together, make the networks faster. And so that was actually a tangible skill that I could bring to the marketplace. <laughs> So I, I worked in that business. As, as your parents were going, you just play video games all around all the time. Okay, well, it got me a job. So you're so right, Jeff. It was so funny because like I literally exited from university and they're like, you're doing absolutely nothing with that degree that you just had. And I was like, well, yeah, kind of. But let me let me explore this a little bit. <laughs> so I worked there for a good year and a half. And yeah. you know, I learned a lot. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was a great time because I learned about how a company worked. And I also always knew in the back of my head that I want to start my own business. Mm-hmm. Didn't know how or what I was going to do. Didn't think much of it at the time. But what happened was 9-11 hit right around that time. And then the economy just basically went into free fall. Yeah. So the company that I was working for started to implode. And it was a technology company that did lots of different pieces. It was a whole gamut from branding and websites, marketing, all the way down to IT infrastructure. Oh, wow. And so I was part of the IT infrastructure group, 
And essentially my job towards the end was basically like going in and getting notifications that people were going to get laid off. <laughs> and by the sixth round of layoffs, I'm like, you know what? Do I really want to wait here until I see my name on the list here? <laughs> so you know what happened was I decided to exit and I left with a couple of friends and we started up our own IT consulting business nice. because the infrastructure side of things was still stable. People still uh -huh. needed to have their computers supported. Businesses still needed their servers and their networks to run regardless of what the economy was doing. Uh -huh. So we just basically got down and dirty. I mean, we left and we didn't have any clients too much in the beginning. We had maybe like two clients. Okay. We just got really, you know, really focused. And so, you know, we were doing all the work in the beginning, but slowly over time through word of mouth, through different connections and partnerships and friendships, uh, we were able to get some more clients and then it grew oh. from there. And slowly we were able to build this business profitably over the next 10 years. And even during that time, we ended up acquiring a couple of smaller businesses along the way. Okay. Um, eventually though, after 10 years, I'd kind of run through the business. We had scaled it to the point where I felt I could and then the other owners kind of had different ideas. They were happy with the lifestyle business. I wanted to really take it to the next level. They didn't. So that was fine. So we ultimately sold it off to a national company, a private equity company in New York. And so I essentially had my freedom day nice. at age 36. And it was naturally not necessarily intended to happen that way, except it just was very, I think, fortunate because my daughter was one at the time. And I said, you oh, know, nice. very unique opportunity here to really focus on my family. Yeah. I can always go back to work. I can always start up another company, but I'm never going to get this time back when my daughter's mm -hmm. one. And you've got the money that you don't have. Yeah. You don't have to worry about money at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And so I took the equity from that business from the cash out and then I bought some cash flowing real estate mm -hmm. and I, you know, over time had been investing in the stock market and the index funds and whatnot. So yeah, there was a nice little nest egg, that freedom mm -hmm. day pot, right. That gave me yeah. that that flexibility to go out and then make a decision. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to work for the next few years. And so that's mm -hmm. exactly what I did. I focused on the family, really, you know, got that connection. And so it was great. But after that, I got a little restless. I'm like, okay, well, I got to do something else, right? It's fun playing with kids, but, you know, I got to keep my mind active. <laughs> and so I decided to start a website called Financially Alert and okay. just share about this financial freedom path. Mm. And lo and behold, this concept of FIRE came out and it's called mm -hmm. Financial Independence, Retire Early. And I'm like, well, yeah. that's exactly what I did. And mm -hmm. so I started to, you know, talk, become friends with other bloggers out there. And turns out that, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of similarities amongst mm -hmm. different bloggers, but there's a lot of differences as well. So I kind of put my own flavor on things. I'm yeah. a little bit more of not just kind of saving, saving, saving to the point where, you know, you have to eat ramen and mm -hmm. hot dogs all day yeah. long but really trying to figure out how to increase your income so mm -hmm. that you can have the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Or swap it out. I mean, that's my concept is let's, let's swap out that income. So do something that's going to generate, but it, you know, it, for me, it's always about cash flow. Yeah. You know, how do you, how do you, how do you create a cash flow that's going to replace your other existing income? So let's talk a little bit about what you do today. So you, you launched the website, you've got a podcast, I believe, right? Um, and then, you know, tell us a little bit about what, what and how you help people today. Yeah. So today, you know, the, the website kind of just took off on its own to a certain extent. Um, you know, business insider found it and they're like, Hey, can we do a little spot on you? So, mm -hmm. you know, they do little stories and then you get other stories from other people. And then the news said, Hey, do you want to come in and talk about this? And so tomorrow I'm going to go talk about the stock market inflation nice. on our local news in San Diego. 
But more importantly, is that it's a pathway for me to help other people Mm -hmm. transition from that proverbial rat race that we all kind of get stuck in. And even for myself, even though I started at my own company, there were periods of time where I got stuck basically creating the job for myself. Mm -hmm. And so I had to really make a conscious decision and say, okay, why is this not working? Okay, what has to happen? And then, you know, reading books like E-Myth, Vern Harnish, Mastering the Rockefeller Habits, you know, understanding that, hey, in order to scale this, you really have to create systems and processes, getting teams in place so that you can Mm -hmm. really, you know, exit from the business. And then, then it kind of clicks. And even then it's, you know, a little challenging. There's, there's bumps along the way, but I really, my, my purpose now is to help other people realize that, Hey, this is a possibility. And there's some fundamental steps that you need to do first. And then once you get those fundamental steps in place, then I, I like to share what I call the fire accelerators. Mm. Basically, how do you accelerate your path to financial independence or your freedom day, as you like to put it, Jeff? Mm. And so I talk about, you know, saving aggressively and investing aggressively. That's one Mm. way. Real estate investing is another way or entrepreneurship or all Mm. three. You know, I ultimately did a little bit of all three and uh, letting people to explore that and then really going for it. Mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. What's uh, what's new in your world now? Yeah. So what's new in my world is I did get an opportunity to write a book with Simon & Schuster. So that just came out uh, last year. And I think we're up to about 3,000 copies sold. So it's doing, you know, decently, Uh, but it's called The Fire Planner. And so it's exactly what I kind of just mentioned. It gives the entire path from start to finish, from really having the mindset first and foremost, Mm -hmm. because if you don't have the mindset in the beginning, you'll never get started. And so that's the trickiest part, right? Is getting started. Once you get some of the momentum, then people actually, you know, you can see them going and and you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, they're going to be okay. But in the beginning, and I I think it's important, Joe, to really truly focus on it is unless you like grew up in a, you know, a rich family that maybe already had this knowledge in place, or if you had some influences. So so for example, for myself, my family wasn't necessarily so-called rich, but I actually did have some rich uncles. Mm -hmm. And so those uncles were not working or they had businesses. And I'm like, you know, how did they do that? Wait a minute here. <laughs> Wait a minute, right? <laughs> so it's the whole rich dad, poor dad, except yeah. my uncles, my, my blood uncles. And I asked them, I said, hey, how did you do that? And they said, well, do business and through mm. real estate. Yeah. So, you know, that's basically what I modeled, you know, for my own life. And now it's about paying it forward and helping other people to do the same. Well, and, and I think you would agree the same. You know, it has nothing to do with inflations, recessions, anything like that. There is no greater creator of wealth than those few things, you know, investing your money, starting a business, buying real estate. There are no greater creators of wealth. The greatest wealth in history was basically from those three things. Yeah. And and it will always be. And regardless of recessions, regardless of inflation, regardless of what idiots are in the White House, um, it's it's always going to be those three things. And quite frankly, the system is set up for people in those three worlds. <laughs> oh, so true, Jeff. Yeah. So true. The system is not set up for the person that collects a paycheck every day. Uh, it's it's basically against anybody that collects a paycheck. So you got to learn, you got to learn how to do that. And, you know, I, I totally, I'm, I believe in your, your philosophy and, and your philosophy is very much, like I said, kind of brothers from another mother, same, yeah, slightly different shtick and, and different way of doing it, but uh, but the same thing. I mean, it's it is it is, I think all of our missions, those of us that are out there doing this to to really share 
you know, okay, this can be done. You know, it can be done. I remember, I remember sitting, uh, you know, I started off in the advertising business, but uh, ended up going into financial services 30 years ago. And I remember sitting there, you know, at 25 years old saying, well, I was going to retire by age 55. And, you know, somewhere in the middle, I was like, there's no way in hell this is going to happen. And, you know, I became financially independent before age 55, which, which I never, the goal I never thought would happen. Um, the second goal I never thought would happen was a private concert with the Eagles, but that's a whole nother story Incredible. Uh, for another thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's that type of stuff. I mean, it's, it's doing that. So I, I just, I applaud you for doing it. Congrats on the book. Uh, 3000 copies is quite a bit in today's world. <laughs> Thanks. No, I appreciate that. So awesome. All right. So fast five questions now. You ready? Ready. All right. First question. You wake up in the morning, 500 bucks in your pocket. Business is totally gone. You've got a laptop computer, a place to live. What are you doing first? I, I really love this question, Jeff. And, you know, for me, it's interesting. If you'd asked me this question, maybe like 10, 15 years ago, I would have said, you know, I'm going to go start another business. I'm going to like, you know, figure this all out again. And then now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to call who I know. Yeah. And it's not about what you know. It's about who you know, especially as you move along in your career path. Yep. And, you know, it's as simple as calling up people that, you know, getting, you know, I mean, you need a salary job for like a year just so you can get some capital. Right. And then you get things going or whatnot. But there's a lot of different. I think shortcuts that you figure out along the way. So that's sure. what I do. I, I'd pick up the phone, call up my buddies that have a business. Maybe I can help them out, scale it or something to that effect, or maybe get, you know, just a job for a little bit, just for, just for some startup capital. And then I yeah. can move on from there. I love it. Love it. Yeah. But I mean, leveraging your network is huge. Um, the, the guy, the richest guy is the one who has the biggest network. I feel, I personally feel like what is the biggest business mistake you've ever made? You know, one of the biggest business mistakes I made was we tried to get a little too complicated with our structure of setting up salaries. And and okay. the idea was good. We wanted to basically, instead of just having set salaries, we wanted mm -hmm. to pay our employees using pay for performance okay. metrics. Now, the problem was that we got really complicated and we said, okay, well, if this, this happens and this happens, and there was way too many variables, right? But at the end of the day, it kind of backfired. And so, uh, you know, it just kind of brings it back to the idea that, you know, sometimes just keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's kiss theory, man. Just keep yeah. it simple. Kiss, yeah. Kiss, give them, give them one theory. or two metrics that they can focus on. And if these, if they, each of them can get those two metrics moving, the whole company will move forward. Yeah. Absolutely. The I, reason I, why that I, was a mistake was because, you know, at the end of the day, we were trying to build a culture of, you know, growing the company. And yes. in the end, it kind of backfired and it became like almost gamification to the yep. point where it was just in, how are they in it for them, the, the individual employees? And uh, so we Instead learned. Instead of driving the whole company, yeah. Yeah, we switched it quickly thereafter. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, well, I've done some of that before. I, I know what you're. I know where you're coming from, and I never discount my ability to complicate things beyond belief. So, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> What's a good book you'd recommend for our audience? Well, I'm going to be a little self-serving just in the beginning, but I'm going to give you two. It's all right. So, of course, the Fire Planner. If you go on Amazon, you can find it there, or Barnes and Noble has it at a lot of their locations as well. But again, this book is really about helping you to get from start to finish and finding that freedom day that Jeff yeah. always talks about. And not only that, but once you get to that freedom day, you should be planning in advance of that and understanding what you're retiring to. Yeah. 
one of the unfortunate things with fire is that firing the the, the portion that's retire early, a lot of people think that's what they want. And even mm-hmm. I thought that's what I want at a certain yep. point of my career. But what you really, I think, want is the freedom to do what you want to do and create the impact in the world as you want to do it. Correct. And and once you realize that, and once you can grasp that, it's it's the best thing ever. And so understanding that before you get to that point is the key. And then once you get there, there's a lot of things that you can do to just really maximize the time that you have after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, you're retiring early. Yeah. You know, like we were talking about at the beginning, it's like, okay, you let's say you retire in your 30s. That's not normal. And so you're you're doing something very abnormal, and there's not a whole lot of other people your age that are doing it at that point. So you better figure out what what the rest of your life's going to look like, or you're going to have a bullet to the head before it's all over with. So absolutely. <laughs> um, but one other book that I you know point to you guys to is a new book that actually just came out from okay. one of my blogger friends, Sam Dojin. Um, it's called Buy This, Not That. Nice. And it's it's actually it just released maybe I think like two weeks ago. And it's already a Wall Street uh, best-selling book. And the reason why is that he's a very intelligent individual. He actually came from the investment banking side of things. Nice. And then he talks about you know, how you can really structure your assets and gets really into the nitty-gritty details. I think that's what I like is he yeah. gives you a lot of those details. My book's a little bit more of kind of the macroscopic look of things. And yeah. Way, but he really digs deep into some of the, you know, the numbers and understanding the intricacies. So that's mm-hmm. another book you can check out. And then for the business owners, you know, definitely check out Mastering the Rockefeller Habits by Vern Harnish. I think that's an incredible book. I love that. I love that. All three of those are new ones that we haven't had on the show before. So yeah, you gave the bonus plan. I love this. (laughs) What's a tool that you use in your business every day that you might recommend for the audience? Yeah. So for me personally, I love Trello. Okay. So Trello (laughs) is, you know, just a way to really organize your lists because I was always a list guy. So I'd always have like a notebook open or a post-it note and I had lists everywhere. Trello Mm -hmm. just gives you the ability to organize all those lists and categorize them and just be a little bit more efficient. Mm -hmm. And so I I really use that for myself as a financial coach and just as, you know, I have all these different moving parts with the the podcast and like the... Mm -hmm the blog. And actually I do, I, I, I teach people how to do NFTs now as well. Yeah. So there's a lot of moving parts. And so, you know, the Trello just really helps to tie it all together. Um, and then for the business owners though, you know, depending on what your business is, I will tell you in my business, I was a managed service provider, which is just yeah. basically, you know, IT integration. And we had a very specific software called ConnectWise. Mm. But if you're in a specific type of business, really finding a specialized CRM for your business can, mm-hmm. oh my good, God, goodness, it can really help you to scale that yeah. business in the most efficient way possible. So I definitely recommend you to check Absolutely. out your industry. Yeah, and we're big Trello users too, because, you know, I I have a multinational team. I mean, I've got, I've got team on three different continents, so, and, and multiple different time zones and everything else. So it works out immensely well. It's huge, huge Trello fan. All right. Well, if uh, somebody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way to to learn more about uh, what you do with with uh, you know the book and everything else? Yeah, the best way you can reach me is if you go to my website financiallyalert.com. Okay. Um, that's the best place you can find me. You can reach out on the forum to contact me, or you can email nice. me at michael at financiallyalert.com. And uh, I also have a 
podcast called Breakthrough Millionaire, where we talk about how do you build that millionaire mindset from yeah. the ground up, right? A lot of us aren't, again, aren't born into a situation where we learn these things and right. And society doesn't teach us, they teach us the opposite of what we actually should do. And so really getting a different perspective, I think is important. So that's what we try to do at Breakthrough Millionaire. Plus, how do you build wealth from the inside out? And that means not just financial. It means, you know, mm -hmm. how do you get your health in order? How do you make sure relationships? How do you make sure that experiences are happening even as you build financial wealth along the way? Love it. Love it. It, it dovetails a lot of the stuff we do. So I love that, man. That's fantastic. Well, I look forward to uh, getting to know you a little bit better over the years here as we, uh, as we cross paths. Uh, Michael, thank you so much for being on. Um, can't wait to read the book. Uh, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. So I'm really looking forward to reading the book um, and look forward to uh, sharing you with our audience. Uh, folks, make sure you go out there and check out his stuff. Um, he's got, you know, great website for all this information. And we are here twice a week um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We do these shows and we share people like Michael to our audience. So thanks a lot. We'll see you guys back here the next time. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.